There are a lot of places that are down considerably and need your support. One of those is the Track Shack. Joe is with me. Uh, Joe, good morning to you. First of all, uh, we might as well get get the bad stuff out of the way. How are you guys doing as far as uh, compared to normal? Well, compared to, <laughs> good morning, by the way. <laughs> no problem. Uh, compared to normal, it's kind of upside down. Yeah, well, yeah. It's, 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 this is this has been, you know. I mean, you guys are, you know, the bar attached and the sit down restaurant, and, and you know, I've always, I always managed to sneak in there once in a while down near down near the Third Street tracks to get something good there. Uh, but uh, you guys have had uh, uh, an impact. I mean, most people don't normally use you for carry out. They normally like to sit down, don't they? That's correct. We do maybe maybe. 10% out of our drive-up window. Most of the city doesn't even know we have a drive-up window. But uh, we do, and uh, it's 99% uh, food, although we have a limited package. I mean, we have a few six-packs, a few half-pints and stuff like that, but that's about it. As far as the drive-up window, we it's almost all food. Um, other than that, uh, right now, they, they came in and kind of taken our income away. We've got the drive up going, but when you're doing about ten percent of what you normally do, it kind of yeah kinda hurts. Down ninety, yeah. It's like I, I've I've talked to a number of people that are down to ten percent of what they normally take in. Uh, sometimes even less than ten, and it's incredible. Uh, Joe's with us from the Track Shack at News Talk ninety four point seven and nine seventy WMAY, and it, it makes it tough to begin with because like you're in the, the neighborhood with Gabatonis, you know, across the street, and then you got Dunkin' or Dunkin' Donuts, Mellow Cream Donuts down the street, you know, just a little bit from you. You know, it's like it, there's already a little built in competition, and then when people aren't going as much as they do, that's got hurt oh yeah oh yeah for sure um especially like i said 90 percent of our business is inside business and when when that's shut down you're you're in trouble it's uh, sure what kind of impact has it been on your employees right now well i've got about four or five employees that are running the drive-up window just to kind of keep them in, in a little bit of money uh but it's lucky to pay them um you know cost-wise our overhead, and I'm I'm just a small place. I can't imagine some place like like uh, uh, Motorheads or, or Mariah's some of these or, bigger yeah. some of these bigger places. It just it's just crazy. I, it's like I can go to the bank and every week and borrow twenty five hundred dollars and just flush it down the toilet. I mean, it just wow. It's it's crazy, uh, but the overhead there. And that, that's constant overhead. That's not that's not labor cost. That's not food cost. It's not liquor cost. That's just strictly utilities, licensing, insurance, all those everyday things that you have to pay for. Man, I know it's it's just incredible. You know that when you talk about the overhead with only ten percent of your customers, you know it's it's hard to keep hanging on. You know, I mean that's why we got to get you guys some support here and what's going on. And I I think that people just don't seem to. You know, I I realize it's not as fun to go to the drive-through window as it is to sit down at one of the booths at the at the track shack or at the table and order your food. But but nonetheless, it's still the great food. It's still the same good food. Thank you. I appreciate that. And we get a lot of comments. Uh, our chicken and our fish on Fridays, chicken on Thursday and fish on Fridays, we, we do pretty good. And we're doing halfway decent through the window on those two items. But uh, it's just not the same as being open. It's just not. 
Yeah, but you got to understand, too, the burgers are just unbelievable at the track shack. I can't believe you're going to fling in a few of those out the window, too. You <laughs> yeah, know, we, like, do. Those, we do. Those are great. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Joe's with us from the track shack here at News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. So, Joe, have you, have you had a chance to reach out as small business-wise and, and get maybe a payroll protection program loan or something along that nature? Yes, that's that's a good one. Remember they said uh, all you got to do is go to the bank and tell them, and you probably walk out with a check? Right. Well, it's been three weeks. I haven't got a check yet. Yeah, hey, the thing ran out of money. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's it, that's ridiculous. So, you know, you've been hearing from other people in the restaurant community too, and everybody knows you and 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 loves what you do and, and together. And uh, you know, how are your other compadres doing in all of this? Well, I don't know if you noticed. Um, Ingrained was on uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't notice it. What did they have? What did they say on there? They they closed up. They're done. They're they're done done like uh, or are they yeah, just and done? I, I've only been there a few times, but uh, wow. I mean, yeah. See, that's that's the thing that's going to be a problem here. It's like these businesses, they're they're not just going to be able to close during all of this pandemic and then reopen as soon as it's done. That that's not an option because, like you said, the overhead. People don't think about that. They don't, and uh, those people did business in a good way. I mean, it's it's a shame. And we're talking with Joe at the track check, and Joe, we got to make a correction here. It's American Harvest, correct? That Harvest Eater. Yeah, that, yeah, that's my fault. Um, uh, my wife was telling me about it. She saw it on uh, the uh, Facebook, and uh, I, American Harvest and Ingrained. I kind of get those two. I think they're the same place. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, I understand, but they're, they're both great places to eat. But we don't want to close in grain down too early. No, there. no, in grain's yeah. going to probably call me up and shoot me. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Now that'll be all right. Anyway, we're with Joe from the Track Shack, and you were talking about you know one of one of our mutual friends, uh, Chef Michael Higgins at Maldner's Restaurant. You were talking to him, and uh, yeah, it, it, this has been really tough for restaurateurs, hasn't it? Yes, I, I ran into him at uh, Humphreys Market, and uh, he's talking about he's getting a few caterings from uh, hospitals in the state, but that's not his business. I mean, he does caterings, but his business is, like mine, it's in inside table service. You know, it's not uh, it's not out the drive-up window or, or catering so much. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 basically you know getting these dining rooms open and things like that. What would you like to see from Governor Pritzker's order? I mean, what what could you live with as far as social distancing goes? And and you know, if they do open the restaurants, would you be willing to take out a few tables just to be open? Well, it sounds like I might have to. I've I've talked to uh, a guy who does my handiwork about putting up some uh, partitions between the booths. Maybe if we put a sixteen inch raised. Um, partition between one booth and another if it would close it off enough for the health department to okay that. Uh, that's one thing. And then uh, taking out a couple of tables out of the uh, out of the dining room. But uh, I'm I'm sure they're going to limit us, at, at least at first, to probably 50% occupancy or 70% occupancy, something like that. Uh, our occupancy is 117, so we're looking at 58. And uh, I... I see, I think, 48 in the dining room and then another 24 or so in the, maybe a little more than that, in the in the bar area. Mm-hmm. So um, if, if it's an occupancy thing, that's one thing. We just have to have somebody at the door limiting uh, access. 
Um, we've thought about it. Uh, we just don't know which way to go on it. Uh, but I think the the booth thing, if I can if I can get some partitions built between booths, would help. I don't know if they'll, like I said, I don't know if they'll okay that or not, knowing the health department, who knows. <laughs> exactly, yeah, well, they were kind of in a new frontier here. Joe is with us from the Track Shack. You know, the, the, using that capacity down to 48, Joe, can, can you guys make it go on turning the tables at that? Uh, dinner-wise, it's going to hurt. The bar, we're not like the West End bars. We're never really packed on the bar side like they are. Um so we can get by pretty good on the bar side with uh, limited occupancy. That 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 wouldn't be the end of the world. Um, there's a couple times during the week you might have to you know, uh, refuse entrance to a couple of people. But on, on the major part of it, it's like I said, we're not we're not one of those booming West End bars where uh, the place is packed all the time. So that wouldn't hurt us too much on the bar side. It hurt us on the dining room side, but not on the bar side. Joe, we were talking about what a unique situation this is off air about the fact that a lot of people are basically on paid vacation right now. I mean, some are working from home, some are not, uh, but collecting a paycheck or collecting some kind of unemployment. Um, Is this something where the funds have to cut off a little, do you think have to be cut off a little bit for people to kind of really feel what small businesses and, and employees of restaurants are going through? Well, I don't know about that. That's I'd hate to say that to somebody. That's uh that's something that government's gonna have to figure out. But uh I, I understand where you're coming from mm-hmm. and it, it makes sense, but uh uh it's 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 not their problem. Well, right, you know right, what I mean. right, exactly. I, I, I think everybody's sentiment is that, but, but I'm, I'm just wondering if people would have more of a sympathetic. Uh, I, I thought, well, I think people are sympathetic to the situation, but they're also thinking about being safe. And one thing that's got to concern you that that we brought up earlier in the show is, you know, we were talking to people like Georgia. Georgia's lifting all their orders coming up on Friday. They're going to have everything open. The restaurants are going to be open. They're back to business as usual for the most part. There with with social distancing and whatever, but. There's still going to be business as usual, and people are still going to be able to frequent places in Georgia. And yet, a lot of business owners and a lot of people were saying, hey, I don't know if I'm ready to go back to all these places Friday. I might wait a week or two. Does that play into your mind, you know, that, that people, even if we lift this restrictive order, that they might not come back right away to the track shack or other restaurants? Well, yeah, a little bit. But I don't think it's the the public just really, I don't think they're that informed as to what's really going on. Um, you know, it's it's like we were talking about on uh, they're kind of on a paid vacation, but they don't realize what's happening because it doesn't affect them. Um, and the same with this um, um, social uh, partition between people and stuff. Sure. Have you been to like Lowe's or Menards or, or, yeah. or Walmart. I mean, it's a joke. <laughs> yeah, right. And you have to line up to get in, and then, then all the plastic all over the place for sure. Well, yeah, but, I mean, it's just the places are packed. I mean, I don't yeah. know how they're, they're – people just aren't doing what they should be doing. Yeah. You're probably right about that. Listen, we've got a couple of minutes left with Joe at the Track Shack. Tell us about some of your specials. Oh, okay. We've got our specialty menu for the drive-thru. That It's on um, Illinois Times uh, – website and it's on our uh, track shack facebook uh although if you call ahead they'll, they'll do about anything that's on our regular menu if you know what our uh your your favorite things are 
as long as they've got the product there, uh, they don't have everything because we're doing kind of a limited menu. But all of our main items they've got. Um, on that uh, specialty menu, we got our chicken cacciatore, seafood marinara, penne pasta, Sicilian Parmesan breaded chicken or pork, um, our fried chicken you can get uh, every day right now uh, while this is going on, and our walleye dinner. And then we've got uh, per person at ten ninety five a, a dinner for four at thirty nine ninety five and dinner for ten at seventy nine ninety five, and then our regular sandwiches and stuff is still available too. Very very cool. It's a track shack. Tell everybody the address. I know it's on Laurel, but give me the address. Yeah. Two thirty three East Laurel, and then you have to fight with the trains getting around that corner. Yeah, <laughs> kind of cut us off a little bit there. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you're dealing with the viaduct too. I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, no, not the viaduct, but the crossover there at Third oh, yeah. Street. They're, they're putting that viaduct in at at, at ten. Yeah, right, right, exactly. But that's what I'm saying, though. Even if you're coming down from Laurel from like Fifteenth or something going down, yeah, you got to worry about yeah. that too. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Joe, listen, thanks so much. Anything you need, you let me know, and thank you so much for keeping it growing and rocking. Okay. All right, Chris. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And we'll be back tomorrow at 6.